Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you were about to say. I don't remember. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 assume I, I assume it was a segue to the drinks roundup. Oh. John, Are we going to do a drinks roundup this week? I thought what maybe you... this week we just wouldn't do it. I came prepared. Yeah, Blake came prepared, John. Can you John? imagine how disappointing that would be? <laughs> like, what are you doing, Blake? We're, oh, we're not doing that this week. No, right, we don't well, do that. The drinks roundup was really for our first year of podcasting. <laughs> I'll just sit here and I'll drink alone. <laughs> that's that's, that's Blake, what I do on six nights out of the week. Why don't you... I mean, in a lot of respects, John, you're still alone. Girl, my lips are sealed. You think Blake, what are you drinking? <laughs> so, due to the special occasion, I went out and I bought a six-pack of Sculpin uh, Grapefruit IPA. Mm. if you're going to do Good a classy choice. podcast, you should drink a classy beer. Um, I also purchased a Brew Doctor Kombucha Clear Mind. <laughs> Wait, can you can you show it off to the camera? Yes. Oh, yeah, the audience likes nice. to hear people <laughs> oh, look yes, at they, the they drinks. They like to see. And then the most important is the the clink when you're setting it down on on the desk. Yep. Um, yeah, and then yeah. I you, have you done this before? I, I think I'm catching <laughs> on to the theme of the show. And then I have a a Kern Ichiban tall boy that oh, reminds nice. me of my uh, my time in Asia. In where? In Asia. Asia, was, Asia oh, Chris. Where were you in it's Asia? In the Eastern Hemisphere. I was in Okinawa, Japan, for a year and a half of my life. Oh. Um, so there's that. And then because you guys have an affinity. Wait, wait, wait. Were you in the military or were you an English teacher? Yes, I was in the military. Okay. Those um, are you know, basically you know, the only. Those are the only two reasons people go to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because I know that you guys have to have a sipping vinegar for the show, it's it's true <laughs> and it's um, somehow true. I I'd like to have a little bit of Bragg's uh, apple cider. Was it apple cider uh, vinegar to make with my tea? I figured I'd put it in oh. my four ounce taster glass that I got from Stone Brewing when I was there. So, cheers. Very nice. That's Sounds a really nice. cute glass. So that's my drinks. Excellent. That is an excellent first attempt at the drinks roundup, <laughs> I have to say, John. Like, no, no, I don't want that to sound condescending. Because like, a lot of people come on the show and they're just not prepared for the drinks roundup. You know, either they're not prepared emotionally, and they're also <laughs> not prepared in terms of number and I, variety of drinks. And I think I don't Blake know that really I've knocked it out of the park. Prepared emotionally for our podcast, <laughs> unless it began, unless your drinks roundup begins with a Sculpin IPA, that can be the only way that you're emotionally ready for this show. Yeah, it's true. Uh, John, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. You know what? I'm gonna do the drink. I'm gonna do my drinks roundup just a little bit differently this week. Yep. I'm going to start with the LaCroix. Okay. All right. Of course. A John, I've got a, a John and Blake. I've got a coconut LaCroix. Got a lime LaCroix. Mm-hmm. I have a second lime LaCroix. 
And I have a second coconut LaCroix. <laughs> okay, in addition to that, I've got my uh, standard orange sippy cup of water. Yep. I've got a mug of black tea. Mm -hmm. This week it is a Bigelow brand cinnamon stick black tea. Mm. 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 It's got a fantastic aroma. Smells a lot better than it tastes. I think that's always the way with tea, though. Aroma. Oh, certainly. It's like a a table candle. Yep. Um, I've got a blender full of a (laughs) home-mixed tropical drink. So Are you I just mixed gonna up. Drink it out of the blender, or did you bring a glass too? I mixed up a, uh, a tin of coconut milk with some frozen mango, some frozen pineapple, and about a half a liter of Trader Joe's sparkling spring water. Haven't tried it out yet. And of course, I brought a cup, John, to pour oh, it into. I'm not. Well, I'm know, not. I don't know. I don't I'm know. not an animal, I, John. I was hoping. I mean, you were gonna have a ladle ready so that you would. Like it's not little, very good. Do a dip in and drink no. out you of know, the Chris, ladle. Real Americans <laughs> just just drink it straight out of the. You think I should drink it straight out of the blender? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's more of a Tuesday thing. Man, I don't you, know if you, I'm going go to go straight to that do on it, Monday. You couldn't make. You couldn't bring yourself to do it, could you? I don't know. Okay, there we mm. go. You could. All right. It, it does not taste any better out of the blender. This is highly disappointing. Chris, that was very, very gross and boorish of you. John, I've got. The other half liter of Trader Joe's sparkling water. <laughs> I have a plate full of delicious pizza. <laughs> what, Chris, what's on the pizza? Come on. Um, some, uh, some. Uh, let's see. You got what? Well, mozzarella cheese, tomato yep. paste. Some. I sprinkle a little bit of fennel oh. over the piece, pizza before I put the cheese on. I like that. Like. Uh, it's got some um, some vegetarian sausages hmm. and uh, some black olives, some Kalamata olives, and these little babies here are um, Japanese chilies. Mm. Oh, that actually so looks good. really good. It is I it's pretty good. Like dangerous. I mean, yeah. I, I rescind mm. the actually. It looks good. And to round it all off, I've got a OKF brand aloe vera drink. Oh my god, that seems okay. Yeah, F F that. You gotta F keep not it, drinking that. You gotta keep it okay. fresh. You gotta keep it fresh, John. It's for when you yeah. eat spicy food and you need to uh, address the burns on the inside. Mm. That's right. <sighs> Which you are doing right now. No, no, those chilies aren't too spicy. Oh no, they're mild chilies. Well, I'd say they're probably medium, but I'm extremely what's, tough. What's what's the rating on the Scoville index of those? Oh, how many chilies? Scovilles they've got? How many yeah. Scoville units how are those degree, chilies? How many degrees? How many degrees Scoville? John, at at absolute zero Scoville, <laughs> motion literally stops. Well, and knowing that 360 is definitely the max number of degrees on the Scoville scale. <laughs> <that you can laughs> have. All right. John, uh, what are you drinking? Turn? Yeah. Okay, well, I decided to uh, keep it simple this week, you know, in honor that, of our... That's what we invariably say that's... before bringing out, like, an urn of yak's blood. <laughs> Okay, one one time, one of us did that, and it was you. <laughs> and you didn't really do it, And sadly. it was a great marmalade, actually. Yeah. Listeners <laughs> don't know that for a fact. It, it was actually sheep's blood. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this week I've got... John, I'm going to uh, interrupt you to inform oh, okay. you that a uh, Japanese chili clocks in at between 15,000 and 30,000 Scoville <laughs> heat units. That's actually 
That's that's uh, that's a fair amount, right? According to spicesinc.com. Well, they, they seem reliable. A reputable source. It's got spice right in the name. <laughs> I mean, they have a website. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, uh, I've got a glass of ice water. Nice, yeah, nice. Glass. A glass of still water. John. I mean, uh, room temperature water. Can we, can we specify that those are glasses and not those travel mugs you sometimes have? Yes. In fact, okay. I've already done that. Can we also um, specify that maybe the glass of ice water was there, the, 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 the glass that you brought with you to the recording, and maybe the room temperature may have been there from the day before? <laughs> Man, you, you really do know this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was actually from uh, last night, but it's still oh, full. It's still what, full. This is my which, water from last night. Which podcast did you record last night? Uh, Bear Friend Tea Party. It was great. Nice. It was a really good episode. Uh, I have a demi demi uh, demitas glass uh, of drinking vinegar. Kudos on the use of the term demitas. Thank you. I have a tumbler uh, of tonic water with a mm-hmm. single ice cube in it. Nice. I have a mug of steamed milk. <laughs> Just in case yeah. the podcast doesn't put you to sleep halfway through it. And I have a I have a hot plate here on my desk just to keep that warm. <laughs> John, can I tell you, I really, really wanted to have the blender down here and make the drink on the podcast, <laughs> but I could not find a long enough extension cord. Well, you got to you got to leave next some room week. to grow for the next second week. year, Chris. Yeah, next week. Yeah, uh, I I too have a glass of Brew Doctor Kombucha. Yeah, uh, mine is mango <laughs> habanero. And moving on to the alcohol, I have a can of DJ Jazzy Hef, Hefeweizen. Mmm, Hefs. That is a very underrated brew. Very tasty. This is a product of Gilgamesh Brewing, which is the name of a brewing company, apparently. And uh, then I have a uh, double IPA, uh, which is called Josh the Guava King, and it has guava in it. But that yeah, is one hell a, of a can. My isn't goodness. that a... Yeah, look at that. Take a mm, close-up of that. That is that image there. Yeah? Oh, he's playing guitar. Look at that. Listener, wow. Listeners, you'll no, yeah. you'll no doubt see a uh, screenshot of that on today's blog. You'll, you'll no doubt see what that looks like when you Google image search it. Yeah, or that. Uh, and then I have... Sorry, I had two tables here for all these drinks. Right? Uh, I'm running a, out of table space. A Thai basil soda. Oh, nice. Oh, a ginger soda. <laughs> uh-huh. That's good. And a turmeric soda. Oh, oh excellent. Yeah. I'm curious to hear how that is. John, can we go back to the uh, Thai basil soda? <laughs> yes. Does it have bits in it? Uh, no, sadly. Oh, well. No, filtered. It's normal. It's filtered. So it goes. Normal. It's, it, it, this is a homogenous mixture yeah that's not a uh that's not a genuine authentic thai basil soda it's not an authentic thai basil soda is going to have bits in it the the basil has been coagulated yeah that one um, has been watered down for white people i'm gonna have a buckwheat strawberry ale <laughs> that, that has a champagne top will this segment never end <laughs> And last but not least, a six-ounce bottle of bitter lemon. Oh, nice. If Mr. Green Jeans had a drink roundup, 
By the way, what? Habanero <laughs> is on uh, 350,000 uh, on on the uh, on the scale on the Scoville heat. 350,000 okay. Scoville heat units? Yes. That's a lot. That's wow. a lot higher. You know what um, they call them shoes in the business. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The abbreviation has got to be shoes. <laughs> <laughs> During the drinks roundup, I finished my tea. <laughs> I got through an entire drink just during the. We're roundup. getting a drink you, you update need... at the beginning yeah. of the drink introduction. <laughs> well, you need you need an extra mug of tea just to get through the drinks roundup. Yeah, I might I might have mm. one that I set aside. In the that future. vinegar is strong. Uh, I know. Mm. I thought about yeah, putting it, an ice tasty cube in here. It's an open question why we persist in drinking vinegar. It, it's it's not pleasant. It's a question that I have never asked. Hmm. True. I I once told a friend that I like doing uh, the cider vinegar and tea at night because mm. it's kind of like drinking an IPA, where it's got mm. kind of a, a little bit of a hearty flavor to it. I'm not sure. I can see that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Well, okay. Shall All right. we do this? Well, do you do on, you want to hang do you wanna, on, Let me open all these beers. Hang on. Do you want to talk about bullshit for a while longer, or, <laughs> or should um, we move on to the bullshit that we're contractually obliged to talk about? I, you know, um, I, I guess I'm ready to start. Unless we, I mean, unless we're not anybody has any contractually obliged you know, to, you know, I, I didn't sign the contract. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we? Yeah. Do you want to jump in? Oh. This guava IPA, it's delicious. Yep. Oh, it yeah. just sounds good, guava IPA. Mm. Anything, I was anything with guava in it sounds but good. It, but it had a funny can, so I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm drinking that on the air, even if it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm starting. All right. <clears throat> You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast where we never mention apophysis... During the introduction, John, we could, we could talk about apophysis. We could remind our listeners that it's a rhetorical device in which you bring up a subject by paradoxically claiming that you won't talk about it, but we're not going to do that. We could go on to observe that it's one of our current president's favorite rhetorical devices to use. Why is there even a word for that? We're not going to talk about it now because that's not what we do. My name yeah, is Chris. I was Christi- just asking a question, Chris. I wasn't trying to talk about it. No, fair. Sorry. No, we weren't. We aren't I- talking about it. <laughs> Look, Chris. What? Look. Was it a? I- <laughs> was right, it a hypophoric question yes, about yes. apophysis? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um. My name. <laughs> I thought of that tagline on mon- on Monday, and I've been waiting all week to say it. Um, my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. I thought of it shortly after I learned what apophysis was. I'm Jim Davis. Uh, my name is John Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Blake Smith, and I am Jim Davis. John. Chris, do you see how much faster Blake and I got through that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, did you notice that? I don't know how closely you observe the conversation when you're not speaking. John, I'm just just interesting. If you're going to bring up a tagline with a a word like apophysis in it, 
you should explain it to to the listeners, I believe. I'm going to need you like to repeat what you were saying. I wasn't listening because I was pouring my first cup of this horrible tropical drink I mixed. Isn't Okay, I know where I've heard that. Isn't that the name of the asteroid that's going to kill us all in 2039? I mean, one can only hope. You know why I don't know about it, though? Because the government doesn't want it. No, because we know? don't talk about it during the introduction <laughs> to the show. I'm confused. Are we still in the introduction? Or are John, we the that? first rule of apophysis is you don't <laughs> mention apophysis. <laughs> first rule of apophysis club. Um, <clears throat> John Blake. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a wonder we got through you. John Blake. It's a very special day today. Today is Monday, 18th of June, 1979, and we are looking at the 365th ever Garfield strip. That's right, folks. Five more strips than there are degrees Kelvin. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, what happens in today's strip? Uh, Chris, in today's strip, hang on, let me pull up the spreadsheet here. How does this work again? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going I'm to spoil the beginning of this just to say that this is a special day. And this is a special day because it is the namesake of the, of the cartoon strip. It is his birthday. Garfield. Let's just stipulate. Yes. No, no. Tomorrow's his birthday, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Sorry, I ruined all of it. Sorry, read way ahead. I got. I got. Spoilers! Oh. Spoilers! You're, a whole, you're four panels ahead. <laughs> or, or, no, three panels. I can't. Okay, Chris. In today's mm-hmm. episode of Garfield, I mm-hmm. actually did have it pulled up, but I thought that would be funny. Turns out it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> hey, Chris. Let's remember to write synopses this week. Okay? Strongly disagree. Um. So uh So it's it's the it's the ultimate day before Garfield's birthday. Yeah. Yeah, it's the ultimate yeah. day of Garfield's first year. Except okay. I mean, I yeah, guess okay, I guess we're we going to get I was hoping we were going to talk about it. Are this. we going to get to it? Should we talk about it tomorrow? So what is a year in Garfield chronology? Is it 365 days or is it like to the same calendar day? What is a cat year? <laughs> I, okay. That is a different question. Okay, so point one, I personally have grown tired of measuring things in cat years and dog years. Like, we have a cat in our house, and it seems to me that his year is exactly the same as our year. The fact that he dies sooner, probably, doesn't mean his years are different. <laughs> Important caveat. <laughs> I mean, look, he's right over there. I could kill him at any moment. And it's I, probably, I, he dies earlier because he's committed far more sins as a cat. I honestly think I could I take our cat. I haven't committed any sins as a cat. I think in a fight, I could totally take our cat. <laughs> what if your dog teamed up with your cat? Unlikely, but then I would be in serious trouble. That's why, John, that's why I exercise a strategy of divide and conquer with regard to my house pets. That's why you have a cat and a dog. I'm constantly so trying to play them off one another, whispering in the cat's ear about things the dog said about it behind its back. Um, I feel Chris, like in panel one. Yeah, I was going somewhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
In panel one, John and Garfield mm-hmm. are arranged in standard countertop position. Mm, too true. This is the ultimate standard countertop position of Garfield's first year. Fair enough. Well, in the in the, uh, okay, in the anti-penultimate panel. Yes. Okay. Are we are we counting? Uh, okay. Is each inst? Okay. Is each panel considered a separate instantiation of standard countertop position? I feel like. Or is it all one rich tableau? The latter. Okay. So yeah, panel um, one. And <clears throat> John is leaning forward towards Garfield eagerly. I would say. He is looking at Garfield as one might look at um, something very special that they have found on their countertop. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps a cat. Um, John is saying, what would you like for your birthday, comma, Garfield? Panel one name drop. There we go. There there it is. (laughs) P-O-N-D. In case, in case you didn't read two inches above where the bubble started that told you what the strip was, now you know. You mean that, that one that says 18 slash 6 slash 1979? I'm referring to if you are Come on, if you are reading come on, this John. Time, sorry, 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 sorry. Maintain um, the illusion that it's 1979 <laughs> and we're looking at a newspaper. People illusion. had... You, oh, go on. Illusion, Christopher. Um... It's not a trick. It's an illusion. To which which Garfield responds in thought, Uh another scratching post. Which is weird, right? And he has kind of a half smile on his face. I mean... I mean, how many scratching posts do you need? I mean, if you have two two scratching posts... You need need two. (laughs) He's got two. He's got... He's got two front paws. It's right there. It's right there in the text. <laughs> no, it's one. not. It's another. not there in the text. He just says another scratching post. Right. That implies that he has. It one implies already. that he has a s- certain number of scratching posts. Okay. And sure, he wants. Sure. He uh, has. It, he has. He he n plus let, one. Yeah. Let the number yeah, okay. of scratching posts Garfield currently <laughs> possesses equal n. He wants n plus one. Oh, guys, this ginger soda is delightful. Ooh. Oh yeah. Mm. I'm yeah. e- I'm interesting. I'm waiting to hear about the turmeric soda. I'm very interested. Oh, I'll in get there. I'll get. There. I, I think I'm going to open them one by one rather than open all of them. I agree with but that. But I will go through them all. I definitely don't think you should open all three simultaneously. John, is that soda made with uh, real cane sugar? Um, it's ma- well. I'll tell you what, Chris. It's made in Portland, Oregon. So stevia. Uh, <laughs> It's made with uh, carbonated water, cane mm-hmm. sugar, cane vinegar. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, ginger root, citric uh-huh. acid, and here's an interesting one, sea salt. Is it interesting? I don't know. I said it was. I think cane vinegar is probably the most in- interesting t- ingredient in that. I mean, Yeah, when you led yeah. with here's an interesting one, I was expecting something like arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> In, Here's in an interesting one. I agree. Asbestos. I'm going to tell you what. When I'm editing this episode, I'll rearrange the words so it so I say, "Here's an interesting one." Cane vinegar. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to happen. Garfield in the over the past year, Garfield has not evinced a particular liking for scratching posts. Am I right? Well, I mean, if you if you just if you just look at maybe his body composition. 
doesn't look like he's been doing a whole lot of scratching of a whole lot of things. A lot of aerobic I'll, I'll, exercise. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll field this one. I studied composition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Garfield is is kind of fat and not very athletic. Is that where we're going with this? Would you describe him as um, polyphonic? Um, I mean... No, nah, never mind. Okay, we're not going to yeah, continue that bit. Um, <laughs> bit <laughs> aborted. Uh, Panel two. Like, like I, I just have... I'm looking over previous strips and I see I see him scratching the drapes. I see him scratching the couch. I think there yeah. was one strip months ago where he had a, at least one where he had a Gucci scratching post. Yeah, the little Gucci scratching post. I remember that. But so he had a purse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he didn't seem he, he's he doesn't seem to care much for scratching posts. Well, he, he doesn't. I mean, he's not concerned about what he scratches. Yeah, no, he he, he prefers know? to scratch stuff he's not supposed to scratch. That, and I think he he is not someone who minces his scratches. Yeah, that's he true. Scratches. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That's a good point. Scratch. I think those are both very valuable points. Thank what you. about a hypothetical scratching post? That was, let's say it's like the most perfectly designed scratching post mm-hmm. there is. Could, let's say it's the platonic ideal okay. of a scratching post. Could God create a scratching post so, so perfect that perfect even he, he could not scratch, scratch it? it? Go on. That's not how that works. <laughs> if Garfield and, and, puts a scratching if, post in a box. Is it scratched? Or is it, it's both scratched and not scratched. At the same time. Um, John, the first appearance of a scratching post in Garfield history was the 4th of October, 1978. Uh, John Arbuckle gives, surprises Garfield with a gift scratching post. Garfield destroys it within the, over the course of basically a single panel and then walks away thinking, it wasn't the living room drapes, but I'll give it a seven. Chris, I'm sorry. Did, this did this, say, this um, moment in Garfield history brought to you by Tums. Did you precedes essence? Because I think that's what I heard. If, yeah. only he, if only he had walked away thinking existence precedes essence. I think, I think that, that, that you ha- there is an idea about what a scratching post is that's separate and apart from whether or not he's supposed to scratch it. And I think that both of those things are, are sort of like things that Garfield would go after. Like you could have like a perfect scratching post that he's allowed to scratch and he might like it for the reason that it's perfect but you see what i'm saying like 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 there are there are these scratching posts intrinsic qualities and then there are the extrinsic circumstances to which it's um panel 2 guys john are you, are you going to are you going to use the terms a priori and a posteriori by any chance i mean i could but it's been done or are okay, you using enough. the id yes, versus the point. ego argument <laughs> i wish Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's a Garfield panel. Uh, <laughs> that's in the- <laughs> one year of podcasting about Garfield, folks. It's a panel. Uh, that's the kind of in-depth expert judgments you can count on being Jim Davis to provide. It's a panel of three Garfield experts. That's what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's turn that panel's attention towards the second uh, john on january the 4th 1979 garfield displays his gucci scratching post he's leaning up against it he thinks why is it all us cats are stereotyped all cats love milk hate dogs love mice etc 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 sometimes i get so mad i could just kick my gucci scratching post so this is the this moment in garfield history brought to you by sony scratching post 
I, I mean, like, yeah. I feel like we need to do a callback episode just back to that. <laughs> you can have a whole long discussion about just that whole discussion. It it, it kind of feels like we are. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we should have we should have a series of clips shows. Yeah. Well, I did the first one. You got to do the second one. Eh. And um, the best part about it being on YouTube, it would just be the slow panning in on each panel, and as you were talking about it, it would slowly just slide over to the next one. Oh, like Ken Burns style. Yes. Like yes. like pan pan around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, w- I'm waiting for that Ken Burns Garfield documentary. Martha, it seems like. <laughs> Weeks have passed since we began reading the strip with panel one. On that bright spring day, the fellas and I imagined we would be jumping through to panel three within a twinkling of an eye. And yet the weeks go by. We remain stuck in panel two. I yearn for you most eagerly. Yours, Jethropropy. I could not think of a name. That, That was a really good bit. Thank you. Let's do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> Panel two, characters remain in standard countertop position, and John thinks to himself, uh, how about, no, sorry, I'm sorry, he's speaking, he's not thinking, what? sorry, he's speaking, how about a nice rubber mousey? I feel like he's Question. exploring that thought. He's hmm. pontificating. Well, he's, I mean, he's hypothesizing at the very least. John, John is a pontiff in this panel. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a pontifex, I would say. Um, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know anymore. I do Look, feel like Garfield's demeanor has gone from being kind of dismissive of, of the idea of another scratching post and from panel one to being just kind of like, yeah, I have a lot of mice. Uh, I don't really need any more mice. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, we've only ever seen one rubber mouse, if I'm not mistaken. It's kind of, that, know. It's kind of that look that you give when your grandma gives you your fifth Christmas mm. sweater. It's like, oh, great, another pair John, of socks. John, on the 18th of June, 1979, John speculates about what Garfield would like for his birthday. Garfield suggests a scratching post. John Arbuckle counters with how about a nice rubber mousy? <laughs> In panel three, Garfield has shredded John's arm, and John replies, or maybe another scratching post, to which Garfield responds, how'd you guess? This moment of Garfield history brought to you by Satan. <laughs> wow. That's, I, I scanned through every, the whole year. That's, those that's, are the three panel. Those that? are the three how, strips how, how involving you, scratching posts. How did you, okay, what if there's another one now? People are going to call us out. Ugh. Look, by the way, to, if look if we missed one, let us know. Where are they going to send corrections, Chris? Chase at beingjimdavis.com. I feel like that was the the Snapchat version of being Jim Davis of all. Oh, of do you, the, oh, do you think Blake should get in? I mean that is traditional. I mean, I suppose you know we could change the. I mean, we had Chase on just last week. Is all I'm saying. Like Blake is Blake is a special guest, mm. but not a regularly scheduled mm. guest host. Well, we br- we brought Blake on especially today, this week, because of his expertise in cat birthdays. <laughs> I forgot that we did that. Okay. How long do we have to talk about cat birthdays? 
I mean, I mean, as long as you, as long as you got, it, really. we've got another thirty-eight years. Uh, John, I finished my first cup of this uh, <clears throat> tropical drink, this disappointing tropical beverage I made. I'm gonna mm. move on to a lime Lacroix. Oh, change it up. Oh, all right. So you're putting, uh, about- you're putting the lime and the coconut. You drink them, drink them, drink them both up. Yeah. I mean, you're not really putting one in the other. You're just. I mean, the coconut's already in my stomach. Yeah. And the okay. lime's going to go gonna, down. But you there. don't drink it after it's in your stomach. Mm. I mean, you're getting the order of operations totally mixed up here, Chris. Well, John, Winter. if you're my cat, you might, because you might throw it all up and then try and lick up your own vomit, which is disgusting. Which is totally a thing that I would do if I was your cat. Yeah, it's a thing cats do. Okay, also, all right, moving on to panel three. Also the three. best way to, to enjoy a meal twice. So are you going to describe panel three again? Beg to differ. Because well, I like actual, that my that was, recap of panel three preceded our actual description of panel three. Much like existence preceding essence. Can I ask um, you a question? Yeah. Do you think existence precedes essence? I don't. Like for real? I, I mean, how could it not? I well, I okay okay it, go okay. on. When that's said, okay, uh-huh. go precedes on. does not. I mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't mean like in a chronological sense. No, does it? no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Then yeah, I think it totally makes sense. Or is it effervescent? It could be effervescent. Effervescence precedes. I I could feel it, like I might be, come down on the other it, side. Could it also be mellifluous? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think you're taking like a Sartrean line here. And I guess I'm more of a Heidegger guy, only without the Nazism. I feel like there's a throneness to human are, existence. Chris, are, are you sure Nazism is pretty popular these days? It is the new hot thing, and Do some of those like people structure? are perfectly fine. Do you like nachos? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's panel like three. Forward. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, panel three. Uh, in the interim, when you the panels, say Garfield it sounded like Gerald Ford, from you meant that Simpsons from episode, that Simpsons yes. episode. Okay. Yes, just okay. we're all on the same page. Just yes. uh, let's. Drink have you beer have you heard football? Just out of curiosity, uh, John, have you ever heard a recording of the actual Gerald Ford speaking, or have you only th- ever heard him as portrayed no in the Simpsons? Domination of Eastern Europe by the Soviet <laughs> Union. I suspect. Okay. He did, come on, that wasn't from The Simpsons. No, it wasn't. No, it was from his... There's a famous debate. Yeah. Gerald with, Ford. With, uh, with, with, uh, with uh, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, yeah. But Gerald I'm assuming... Ford. Did you actually... 19, 1978. 70... No, 76. 76, the year that the election was, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was <laughs> It would have been... It 70, was, you, know, I was thinking, you know... I had 78 in my head because of they, some horrible thing that started in 1978. They scheduled the debate before... Can't remember what it was. They scheduled the debate... <laughs> For before the election, but then Carter was busy and Ford was busy, and then for a while they just forgot. By the time they finally got to it, yeah, it was two years. In later. fairness, in fairness, what he was trying to say was that, like, no, that's okay. <laughs> we can, we can, we can talk about Garfield. Yeah, I mean, it was a gap. He um, misspoke. I mean, uh, yeah, Garfield has clawed John's clothing. To some degree, mm-hmm. he has in, gone in the interim between. The, well, well, we assume that Garfield did it. He has torn through John Arbuckle's sleeves like Soviet tanks through the streets of Prague <laughs> in 1968. And much no, like 68, Prague, huh? 
Yeah, you know, Prague Spring. Much like Prague seems to not understand what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always have a hard time understanding Prague. I'm like, these time signatures, man, come on. Yeah, and the, and it, why do they always it, call it Praha? No, okay, no? okay. Um, yeah, uh, at Garfield is Claude John's clothing we're going in and different John, ways there. Yeah, we were. Uh, Alexander much like John and Garfield. <laughs> we're just what? saying doesn't matter. <laughs> just saying words. Uh, <laughs> it's, John says, it's or just, maybe another it's scratching just words, post. people. Or maybe another scratching post. No punctuation. Yep. Garfield thinks, smiling now. How'd you guess? Question mark. Mm. Mm. It's a Garfield. It's almost as if Garfield can't talk. You know what I like about this one? What? I like the tattered remnants of John's shirt on the counter. It does. Three little turquoise polygons. Although his sleeve has seemed to take on sort of an argoyle... Sort of uh, shape and fashion with the holes that it's 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 taken into his sleeve. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I like how there's a piece missing from his lower arm and his forearm, and then there's also apparently a piece missing from his torso. (laughs) Notice that. Yes. That is good. That's good. Just, just. What kind of a person is John that you make that sort of an expression? Because I, 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 I would say I'm pretty good with words. I can't really put words to that expression. It's both befuddlement, uh, curiosity, and maybe anger all rolled into one, one expression. He seems perplexed. Yeah. He seems kind of blasé to me. Yeah, like the fact that his his shirt and flesh have been shredded does not seem to upset him. No. I read this as like the traditional like, you know, when Wile E. Coyote goes over the cliff, this is the panel where yeah, <laughs> where he yeah, realizes that's a comic he's, strip. Yeah. yeah. Where it's where he's uh, you know, he doesn't realize that he's suspended in the air and then and then immediately after that like where he stops this is the part so, where he stops to think. Mm. Yeah, so panel. Yeah. F- if there were a fourth panel, it would be John screaming in pain, mm. like Garfield in the tent last week. Yeah, yeah. no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, can I bring your guys' attention back to John Arbuckle's arm in panel two? <laughs> I don't know how we missed this. Uh huh. What's going on with his arm? <laughs> it's. Well, well, it's it's been trying times in the Arbuckle household, and uh, and and the gym membership has kind of swollen up, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's kind of got some stick arms going on a little bit. Yeah, I think Jim his, Davis forgot to draw like half of his arm. His upper arm is tiny, like, but his forearm is enormous. I guess it's foreshortening. It's foreshortening. His forearm is normal. His upper arm is 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 like gossamer thin. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it like it tapers to a point at his shoulder? Yeah. Do you think maybe that's perspective though? Maybe he was trying to use perspective that his arm is really just that far away from where we're looking. 
Just, so I guess that means that John Arbuckle is like his torso is rotated much more, um, much more in the second panel than in the third panel. Because in the third panel, mm. the upper arm looks normal. But what the fuck? But if his torso is rotated, like his shirt is in exactly the same position <laughs> as is his head, so it's confusing. Well, the shirt is the shirt is its own entity. I mean, yes. it's possible that it's just a uh, piss poor, half assed work of art. Possible. Uh, it's possible. Jeez, uh, Chris, I uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's it's pretty harsh. Isn't Look, it? we're we're a year in. I'm not going to pull my punches anymore. Yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to punch when your upper arm is <laughs> is that thin. Is is gossamer thin? <clears throat> well, gossamer. Guys, You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast of choice for yeomen, gauchos, and sleuths. You can, <laughs> I really like that one. Did you write that? Three random nouns. It's no, very, I didn't. It's very, I didn't write it. Uh, you could support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Hey, why not e- email us? Info at beingjimdavis.com. Questions, complaints, and corrections to Chase and or Blake at beingjimdavis.com. Visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave us a comment. Why not send us an email? I already said that part. Please follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the Chris Winter. And you can follow I. me am. at... I.am.the.worst on Instagram. I only post photos of my feet. Inscrutable Taco. And I'm Blake Smith, and you can follow me on Twitter under Turtle Woods, even though I don't do anything on that. And on uh, on on Instagram under the at sign of Smith Blake, where I show pictures of my random world that really doesn't make any sense, but it's my world. So no feet. Nice. I don't show the whole foot. I mean, I guess I'll give it a try. I don't know. Smith. Okay, Blake, I can't follow you because it says your 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 tweets are protected. Well, they you are have to protected. confirm me. They are protected because you have to confirm that we're friends. M- much like uh, I'm just I'm just gonna follow a different Blake Smith. <laughs> yeah, this guy's cool. Yeah, he's re- yeah. living life at the pool. Yeah, yeah. All right, the Lake Elite Steel and Supply, Texas A and M University. He's got it going on. Look at that big fishy cut. Why does it say obey? What's oh? This is oh oh. Okay. That's my Twitter. <laughs> Look at this guy, man! I wish we were podcasting with this Blake Smith. Look at this I will guy. Not obey. Look at that fishy cut. Look at that fishy oh. cut. Oh, we should invite him on for 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 the Thursday show, right? Do you yeah. do you think he'll tell you about the time when he caught a fish that was as wide as five people? Thursday is when we usually get bored of talking about Garfield. Here he is hanging out with a buxom lady in a bikini. Huh? Blake knows what's going on. John, did you say that we would be bored of talking to Garfield on Thursday? Because <laughs> it seems to me... That was, here he that is, was charitable, wasn't it? Here he is with a different buxom lady holding an American flag <laughs> while wearing a bikini. 
while wearing and, and, an American flag. And yeah, yeah and Blake wearing is wearing American Blake is wearing flag. American flag uh, swim trunks. They appear to nice. be on a boat. This Blake has got it going on. He is living the life. Wow, what a guy! In fa- in fairness, Blake, we would like you more if you were on a boat right now. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Anyway, oh my God! Anyway, oh, Blake, yeah, Blake's Instagram anyway. is taking a turn for the dark. Look at it's, here he is holding two defenseless animals. He's killed with his bare hands. Uh, oh God! He's got he has a a cat in one hand and a yeah, dog. Yeah, it really in the looks other. like a cat and a dog, doesn't it? <laughs> that really looks like he's killed a cat and a dog. So and he's remember, just standing there holding a- them by their necks, smiling about it. Remember, listeners, if you want to see more about this, go to Smith.Blake on Instagram. And also, if you would like to partake in my audiophile, uh, I don't know, what would you call that? Uh, uh, Jesus! Uh, You can check me out on Magmar Sucks. Uh, It's a podcast about Pokemon, and uh, we like to rate them objectively. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man i am that not fo- i'm not following that guy that guy freaked me out 